leadership really has a significant impact. As I was thinking about this earlier today, I was thinking, you know, if you want to get something done quickly and efficiently, do it yourself. If you want to do something that's great for the long term, then lead. And leadership really has a long payoff, but it's got a bigger payoff. Um, and so, so today I want to talk to us about um, a topic that maybe for some of us we've heard before, we've read before, but I think it's really going to add value anyway to be reminded and refreshed. Even me just preparing for the talk, I'm like, wow, this is stuff that I need to keep on applying and learning and putting into practice. And so tonight I'm going to talk to us about uh, what John Maxwell refers to as five levels of leadership, what they are, how we can grow through them and how we can progress through them. And so I'm going to uh, start off with a few scriptures first, though. Um, welcome, guys. Thanks for jumping in. Um, so we've got here in Romans chapter 12, uh, verses 8, Paul says he talks about all the different kinds of gifts that, that have been given to the church and given to, to people within the church. And for one of them, he says, if it is to lead, then do it diligently. You know, take time. Uh, uh, do it well, be precise about it, be intentional about your leadership. Um, then another passage of scripture in 1 Peter chapter 5, uh, it says this, Peter writes, he says, be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, watching over them, not because you must, but because you are willing. Hey, come on, can I get an amen? Sometimes it's, I'm a shepherd because I must, not always because I'm willing. Flip, Dumi's calling us from the Nile. That's amazing. Um, I love your background. It's a, it's, but we have to go from, no, no, no. It's just not, it's not just something that I must do, but it's something I'm willing. I'm willing for God to use me in this area. So it says, God wants you to be not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples of the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive a crown of glory that will never Fade. I love it what Peter says there, and he actually echoes the teaching of Jesus, which I'll refer to now. He says, like, don't lord it over people. Leaders are called to be servants. We're there to serve the people that we lead. And then Jesus, just coming back to the, the main person of the stories of the scripture, um, and he says it in this way in Mark chapter 10. He said, when guys were in his leader in his group were like they were jumping for rank and trying to like climb the heavenly ladder, wanted to sit on his left and his right hand side. He said to them, You know that those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And I read these scriptures to us just to remind us of a few things, that leadership really is like a stewardship. It's a trust that's been given to us that we can serve the people around us, serve the people that God has entrusted to our care not just because we, we feel like we must, but be, or there's nobody else, but that we become willing about it. 
And when we become willing leaders, we don't exercise authority for our own gain as the world does. We're not trying to grab power. Rather, what we're trying to do is we're trying to give power away. We're trying to serve. We're trying to make other people's lives better. And I share that with us at the start of this because leadership growth can kind of feel like, oh, man, I'm it's like a chore, but it's not a chore because what is happening is we're actually learning to serve better, love better, take care of people better. And so in these five uh, levels of leadership that John Maxwell, he writes about and talks about, what's important for us to know is that he's talking about how do we grow in our influence? How do we use our influence well so that we can continue to lead and to not just to be faithful, but to make a bigger impact. And so, um, Let's look at it from the, from the eyes of Jesus and go, Philip, I want to grow so that I can serve better. I want to grow so that I can give power away to other people. I want to grow so that I can take care of those that God has entrusted to me and to do what Paul says by leading diligently. And so um, what the five levels of leadership really is, is like a, a map for leadership. It's a map of leadership. You know, sometimes you think, well, I don't know where to start. I don't know where I am and I don't know what's next. And so what the five levels of leadership help us to go is, okay, identify where I am today and what is it that I need to do to become a better leader, a more intentional leader, a more faithful leader, a leader that can serve better, that can use my influence better to get better results and all of that. And so the first thing you obviously have to identify is, okay, I am a leader, whether it's, you know, at home and the family or whether it's in the workplace or in the school or in the, in the college, wherever it is that I am, to realize, hey, I am actually a leader because there is somebody with ability to influence. And the definition really of, from John Maxwell about leadership, now it's an overly simplistic one, but I think it's helpful for us to go is that leadership is an influence. Influence is about saying, is about leading people to do things and they're actually wanting to do it. They're moving in that direction. It's an effect on someone's behavior. That is what influence is. And so where are you in your leadership journey and where do you go from here? So what are the five levels? I'm going to start off with level one. Level one is position, positional leadership. Okay, that is level one. What is positional leadership? Positional leadership is simply, I have been appointed to a task. I've been, been appointed as a leader. And it's like the entry level. It says like, okay, I'm a new life group leader, or I am the new uh, head of head of staff in my company, or I am the marketing manager. And, and I've, I have a team and I've been appointed to that level. So, it's the level that doesn't need any ability, right? You, you don't have, you don't have to grow. You've, just, you've been appointed and come on. We've all had experiences of people, whether it's in the world or in other places that are appointed to leadership that really shouldn't be leading, right? They're, they're not growing. They're not good at it. They're, um, they're in it for their own self-interest and their own personal gain. And so you can be appointed without being, have the ability of a leader. You've been appointed. And so people only follow you because of your position, which means they, you, they, ne they never give you their heart. And the only way that you can successfully lead in the long term 
on the first level of leadership, which is positional leadership that you've been appointed to a position, the only way to lead for the long term is by having leverage over other people, which means, hey, you listen to me because I pay your salary. Does that make sense? Or um, if you don't listen to me, you're going to lose your leave or something like that. It has to be leverage. There has to be something that's convincing them to follow you. But again, that's just following you in action. They're never going to go above and beyond. They're going to do the bare minimum because bare minimum to get what you are leveraging against. So level one, at level one, people only follow if they believe that they have to, right? I, I, I used to work in a place that was like that, where the my boss was so overbearing. And the only reason I did what he said was so that I wouldn't get into trouble, that I would get a paycheck, all of that. But for us leading in church life, we can't stay at position. We all start at positional leadership. That's fine. But it, and, it, and it's a good thing. It actually gives us an opportunity to do something. It gives us an opportunity to begin investing ourselves and growing and having an influence on people. But position doesn't automatically result in influence. Just because you are the head of marketing doesn't mean that you're going to influence people to do their best work. And so what we want to get people to do is to go from following me because they have to, to following me because they want to. Okay. And that's where we have to grow as people and grow as leaders. And the way that we do that, the way that we transition from that, from have to to want to is by investing in our personal leadership, investing in our personal growth, reading books, listening to podcasts, jumping onto leadership video calls, whatever it is, but using, using time to grow personally. It's through this. If you can't lead yourself, you can't lead others. And so we have to learn the arts of self-leadership. What, what, where do I want my life to go? How can I get there? Learning to lead ourselves. And in fact, I love there's a proverb that says that, I'm going to completely butcher it now, but it, it pretty much says that um, it's to, to gain self-control in your own life is better than conquering a city. Now, I know I'm using a lot of creative liberties when I, when I say that, but what is the, what is the takeaway for me? Takeaways, if, the, if I can lead myself well, then I can lead other people well. And they will follow me not because they have to or because I have leverage, but because they want to. And so through this, lead yourself, and then you'll be ready to move on to the next level of leadership. The second level of leadership is permission. Permission. Permission leadership. Permission leadership is pretty much the point where people want to follow you because you have a relationship with them. On level two, it's all about relationship. They choose to follow you. They want to follow you because they like you. They care about you. Um, and so at this level, what we have to do is work at getting to know the people in our teams, the people in our groups, and the people in our workplaces. We need to get to know them and connect with them. We need to see them as people who have value and see them as individuals. We don't see them as units of production. You know, there's a management theory that goes, people are your greatest resource. 
I, I, I challenge that a little bit in the sense that people aren't a resource, people are people. And yes, if you can see, people can produce. But at the end of the day, people are there to be valued. They're not there to be used. And so we've got to connect with people. John Maxwell says it in another way. He says, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And so if we want to grow in permission leadership, we have to grow in influence. And how do we gain influence in the beginning? Is through relationship, through serving people, through making phone calls, through grabbing coffees, through text messages. How's your mom doing? I hear she was sick. Things like that are building influence because it shows people that you actually care about them. And when people know that they care about you or you care about them, they begin to care about what you care about, right? Because relationship moves at the speed of trust. We don't trust people that aren't for us, right? They don't really care about us. But as soon as we know that people care about us, we trust them and it actually builds relationship and relationships can build um, influence. It builds respect, right? I am respected and I can respect you. They might not always agree with everything, might have disagreements and all that kind of thing, but there's a relationship. It, uh, you know, Some people call it change in your pocket, that you've been making deposits into other people's lives so that when there's a withdrawal, you can ask that. You can ask them for that. And I would go so far as to say, I think it's Graham who mentioned this to me once. He said, there's a difference in permission, um, permission leadership that you get high permission and low permission. Low permission and high permission, you actually grow in permission, the amount. And that really comes down to how strong are the relationships with the people that you lead. And what's important for us to know is that every level builds on itself. We don't, we don't graduate from a level. We build on the levels as we go. Okay. So level two is where solid, lasting relationships are built that create the foundation for the next level. Listen to me. If we cannot build strong, healthy, and lasting relationships, we cannot lead effectively in the kingdom of God because we hold no leverage over anybody. We can't say, hey, your eternity is based on how you follow me. That's not going to happen. We can't call people out to greater living because they're going to get a great paycheck from us. No, people's rewards are in heaven. They're doing everything by faith. You're leading and following by faith. I'm leading and following by faith. And so the kingdom of God grows relationally. Okay, so as leaders, we have to maintain that we build healthy relationships. Does it mean that we all have to be extroverts, always speaking to people? No, 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 that's not what it means. What it means is that I'm intentional about the relationships that I'm building, all right? Look in the circle that you're called to lead and build intentional relationships there. Is this helpful so far? Are we good? Great. Yep, thanks. Great. Again, if there's any comments uh, throughout, please use the comment section and we will get back to you um, in this live call as well. The third level is production. Um, production is to summarize what it means is pretty much getting things done. Am I right? Like we, we will follow people because of our relationship with them. But if things don't get done, you can almost think of like, am I wasting my time here? Now we've got to get things done. We've got to actually achieve things. And so what, once we've established relationship with people, 
we have to now determine what can we get done with people? What, what are we achieving? What is our team all about? What, what is the goal? And so it's the, it's the knowing how to motivate people to get things done. It's through producing results that builds influence and credibility. Saying, hey, we're going we're gonna to launch, an, like for instance now, we, we're going to launch an alpha and Phil's taken on alpha and people have, have come together and there's going to be building of relationships with everybody. But if we never actually run an alpha, people are going to disappear and dissipate from that because we're not actually doing what we set out to do. And so once we've run the first one and 10 people come to know Christ or five people come to know Christ, it's going to build influence. It's going to build credibility so that we can do more of those in the future and know that we're going to get some sort of results in the future. And so it is about producing results that will build influence and will build credibility because we need both. When work gets done, when things get done, we actually start achieving. And I mean, what the team starts doing well, goals are achieved. And I would say that every team needs to have some sort of goal. What is the, how do we know once we've hit it? When do we know we've achieved what we've gathered together to achieve? And moving forward together, actually achieving goals it lifts everybody else's lid and the level of effectiveness begins to rise. But we can't call people out, call people together to do something if we don't have a relationship base that we're working from. And so already now, like teams that grow, you will be on different levels with different team members. You will never be on one level with everybody. It's impossible because somebody new comes to your life group or somebody new comes into your serving team, or somebody new comes into the company, and they all go, well, that's the leader. I must do what they say because I have to. But we don't want to keep it there. We want to move on to because they want to, because we've built relationship. We have permission with them. And then we, we see that we're getting things done, and now they're following, and influence is growing, and credibility is growing because we're actually achieving something wonderful. And so... The first three levels are position, permission, and production, actually getting stuff moving. Um, level number four is people development. The fourth level of leadership, and as we grow in leadership, is actually summed up in one word, reproduction. The very first lesson I taught on this leadership uh, video call was on reproducing leaders, reproducing yourself through leadership. That's what level four is all about, people development. And the goal at this level, level four, is to identify and develop as many people as possible for leadership by investing into their growth, by taking time to to bring some leadership, giving them a book, recommending a podcast, getting them over a coffee and asking them some leadership questions, training, not everything about leadership, but what do you know about leadership? And that is developmental, which means your leadership will reach further and go on longer. When there are more leaders, the organization's mission can be accomplished. Think about that. The more leaders we have, the more we can do. 
the more leaders we have, the more groups we can start. The more leaders we have, the more missions we can start. The more leaders you have in your business, the greater, the bigger, bigger problems you can tackle, right? And so what we wanted as the, the level of leadership grows and the, the width of leadership grows, what the organization can actually do expands. And that's why I say, if you want to do something um, quick and efficient, do it yourself. But if you want to do something great that is long lasting, then build a team, develop people, raise up leaders. And so when you're investing in people, you can actually reproduce yourself. So you don't want to, you want to have people talk like you, walk like you, dance like you. You want people to be who they are, but what you're reproducing in them is values. It's culture. It's vision. It's empowering them. You know, I, um, I, 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 I uh, laugh to myself a little bit now that um, sometimes you can see when people are building sort of mini versions of themselves and you see it in, I've seen it in some churches where people dress the same as their leader. They have the same haircut as their leader and they even talk with the same mannerisms as their leader. Cause that's how they've been coached. And I, I, I'm not saying it's wrong. I just think it's funny. Um, what for me is, what for me is more important is can people be who they are talk the way they are, dress the way that they're wired, but still carry the same heart, still carry the same culture, still carry the same values. And that's what we want to reproduce in people. And so at the end of the day, why do people follow you at this level number four of people development? They follow because of what you've done for them personally. Hey, look, Graham and Jenny Evans have done so much for me. They have stepped into my world when there were seasons that I wanted to quit. What did they do? They encouraged me. They built me up. They spoke God's plan, a promise over my life. They reminded me of a prophetic word that was given to me. Uh, when Lara was in hospital, they came and they prayed, they laid hands, they, they walked me through it. They uh, challenged me in, in, in moments when my thinking was too small. And, and these are moments where it was easier for them not to invest in me but what did they choose to do they chose to invest in me to speak into my life and so i follow them not just because of who they are or because they have a relationship with me but because of what they have actually done for me personally and that's where we want to get we can't do this with everybody understand that but they have to be people that we are doing this for and so make time in investing leaders a priority and take intentional steps every day to help them grow or every week to help them grow. If you've got a, a 2IC in your life group, I would encourage you to um, send them this teaching or send them a, a, a copy of a book that you're reading or encourage them with a, with a piece of scripture or um, you know, if you've, if you've listened to a podcast and, and there's a, like a timestamp that you like, send them the timestamp or have a coffee and ask them what, how things are going and build them up and believe in them. Take time. And if we can do it consistently, I tell you what, we're going to build a strong church, but also we're going to build strong leaders. We're going to build strong organizations, wherever it is that we're leading. So, we're, but you can't progress to people development 
if we're not actually producing something, right? If we're not actually gaining credibility and influence by achieving something, because people with leadership potential are not going to hang around forever. They want to see things being accomplished. And so the first four levels, again, just to summarize, is positional leadership, where I lead, where people, where I lead because of my position that I've been given, and people follow me because they have to. The second, the second um, step of leadership is permission, where through relationship, people follow me because I, they want to follow me. The third step of leadership is the reproduction. No, sorry, not reproduction, it's production, where people follow me because we're achieving something together as a team, a team going somewhere. And number four is, level four is people production. People follow me because of what I've done for them personally, how I've invested into them and into their leadership, right? If we can just be consistent by producing and reproducing more and more leaders, I tell you what, it's going to have a huge impact on the kingdom of God. I actually had a great conversation with a guy called John Finn Caldy, who led in a church in Australia for many, many years, does church co uh, coaches, he coaches pastors and churches to help them get unstuck and all of that. And he said a significant phrase for me. He said that um, ministry builds people, leadership builds churches. Because as we minister to people, people get stronger. But as we lead and give ourselves to leadership, the whole organization gets bigger and gets stronger. So we can effectively minister to more people. And so we want to develop more and more leaders so that the church can be built and more people can be ministered to. The last level, which I'm too young to really give any kind of authority into, but I've seen it happen and, and we all have examples of it. Level five is the pinnacle of leadership. It is the highest level and it's the most challenging to attain because it's so easy to lose. We've all seen leaders that have built these big organizations, but they haven't had the longevity. They've fallen for some reason. They're, they're through moral failure or they've just imploded in some way because of an internal character issue. Really what it, it requires is longevity as well as intentionality. It's being obedient in the same direction for a very long time. We can achieve that. It's really being consistent through the four levels of leadership that we've spoken about over the long haul. And people have felt that impact in their lives. And five uh, level five leaders develop level five organizations. You can create opportunities. People follow you because of your reputation, because of what you've done, what you've built, um, what it is that you represent. The leadership, your leadership gains positive reputation. It's like people who, like Nelson Mandela would be, a, would be someone of that stature where we go, wow, what they did for our country was amazing. What they say has huge weight. Uh, obviously, Jesus would be the, pinnacle, the, pinnacle, uh, the leader that we follow. Uh, even consider somebody like John Maxwell, someone who's built leadership for decades as someone who's at this level, who people quote his books, I'm doing a teaching on something that he's taught before. There's a, it's arriving at that point through a process of consistency over the long haul in the same direction.
And ultimately, I conclude with this, is that what we want to do is that leadership is about growth. It's about us growing personally, right? Self-leadership. It's about growing relationally, building trust with people. It's about um, growing productively, you know, in productivity, actually getting things done, having vision, having goals to meet that vision, putting our tasks together, making sure that the trains leave and arrive on time, actually getting stuff done. We can grow in this area. And then growing in people development. And if we just commit ourselves to these four areas of leadership for the long time, we will get to um, the pinnacle. But more than that, it's just that we will continue to be a person of continual growth and development that's going to have a positive influence on the people around us. And so to close, the five levels of leadership are position, permission, production, uh, people development, and then the pinnacle. And I, I leave on this quote from John Maxwell. It says this. Uh, I think it's the quote from Alice in Wonderland. Uh, where Alice meets the Cheshire cat on the road. And the cat tells her, when you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. If you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. Think about that. Think about if I'm not going to intentionally grow in my leadership or be um, dedicated into it or intentional, or I'm not going to be diligent about development then I'm never going to know if I'm actually growing. I'm never going to know if things are improving. But you've been called by God to be a leader. The fact that you're on this call, watching this video, God wants to use you to influence and impact other people.